This episode is brought to you by The Social Circle Vancouver. The Social Circle Vancouver is a group of Vancouver's finest socialites and social rejects. Everyone's crawling out of a pandemic and getting back to life as normal. Come join us by following our telegram at The Social Circle Vancouver. Not bought to you by Pfizer or any of its associates. Have you seen what's in that vaccine? Make sure you're reading the ingredients on anything you put into your body. You can thank me later. The views expressed at WTFlandia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. Welcome back to your podcast city where the grass is green and your host is pretty. I want to please welcome you here. (laughs) Oh my gosh. OMG, not only, not only did I enter this episode in song and dance, but number one, it's Monday. You should not be entering anything in song and dance unless clearly Monday is your day. And Monday is my day. Here's why. I have made Monday my day because why the heck not? Everybody hates it. I want to like it. I want to embrace it. I don't, I'm, listen, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing, I'm just going to be frank. I want to let you guys in on a little something, okay? Don't tell anybody, but I am the gal that does not follow the group, okay? Okay, just saying. If, um, if, you know, everything is supposed to be acceptable. I'm going to go and try to find out what's not acceptable. And it's obviously, and it's pretty obvious that Mondays are not accepted by most folks. So I want to embrace the unacceptable and that is Monday. And so I come in the podcast swinging in song and dance and giving myself a pat on the back because I look cute today amidst all the things going on in the world. I should be looking haggard and swag and, and, Swaggered. No, swaggered is kind of how I feel. Because you know what? Here's why. Here's also another a little tidbit of game I want to put you up on. Why not? Life is weird. It's going to be weird anyway. It's going to come at you in all different directions. But guess what you have control of? You've got control of your thoughts and your actions. And I choose to think that I am the cutest podcaster you ever did come across. Voice and face. Just look at the picture. Just look at the image. I'm just looking off the drift into the world beyond, you know, and just kind of coming up with improvisational thought processes. That's what the image says on the podcast uh, promotion. But then, uh, you know, the voice says cute too. It says we can get through the hard stuff together in a cute and calm fashion. So all that said, 
Welcome to the non-following <laughs> podcast show and host of your dreams. That was a lot. It is Monday after all, isn't it? That was a little stressful coming in to, to explain all that. Heesh. But not, nonetheless, we are here and we have made it through the weekend. I had a fantastic weekend, of course, just trying to figure out if we're going back into lockdown, just doing practical things like making and date, breaking dates that I have with my friends. You know, I'm one of those people that hate not to be invited, but when I'm invited, I have other things to do. There's no question. I, I like my private time, but I don't want to be alone. If that, if that makes sense, does that make sense to anybody? You love your private time, but you want people to still care and invite you enough to things. That's me. And I've dwindled myself down to little to no chaotic company. So my knit is tight and my, um, invitations are numbered, (laughs) but I, I just say this, keep asking me. I'll I'll show up one day. I'll show up one day. (laughs) But all that said, we have, we had a pretty fun and relaxed weekend, literally. And I say that I'm just checking out um, whether or not we're going in lockdown because I'm looking around and I've seen that we're going to jump to the news part now that we are clear about how I, how I've uh, survived the weekend and how I feel about Mondays and whatnot. Um, I did pop open the news because you go, you guys know that's my thing. I shook off the newspaper and, uh, I saw that, you know, the UK, I think we've talked about this before. The UK is getting into lockdown. Definitely China's in lockdown. Beijing has some high cases of Omicron collaboration, uh, that they've done, that it's done with the Corona C-19. So there's like all this new stuff that's happening in regards to getting not new, but old stuff, like getting back into possible quarantining. Now, this is weird, right? Because I remember that, you know, when the vaccine was introduced, that wasn't going to be an option. And I'm trying to think about the Spanish flu and I'm pretty sure it didn't go off into four to three to four years this is different, folks. Some, some's unique. I think uh, the Spanish flu went on for two years, and then people kind of got back to normal. Now, normal, whatever normal was, it wasn't normal for them back then either. But, anyways, we're banking on this vaccine to do its thizzle and get us up out of you know whatever this weird kerfuffle that we are in the midst of this C nineteen pandemic kerfuddle, and here we are. Still, almost three years later, literally. Well, yeah, almost. Because if we turn around, it's going to be December in a couple of weeks. So it's like, trust me, it's coming fast. But um, anyways, the vaccine was our big hope in order to uh, quell the indoors activities that we've been involved with, a.k.a. lockdown, a.k.a. quarantine. And get back out to life, living life, living a normal life, getting back to travel. Well, in Canada here, we have closed the door to 12 African countries, according to the CDC. Uh, And they've made a decision because uh, there's another, again, there is a 
apparently a um, hybrid variant of Omicron and, and all that. Um, I'm going to get the naming right, but just look it up. Search it yourself. Again, it's one of those podcasts. I want you to be able to also dust off the newspaper and aka Google and uh, search up some stuff for yourself. So it's not just me giving you what I think, but you can also look and check it out for yourself because this is not fact based. Okay, it might deal with facts, but it's not all 100% fact based. You know, I'm like, she said 12.3% and it was 12.5%. First of all, I never said I can count or I was a mathematician. I know how to spend money. I don't count it. Okay, and that's even uh, whatever, right? We know that we're not going to be spending anything if we go back into quarantining. And hopefully we get some people keep their jobs and just, it's, it's a wild world out here. Anyways, my prayers and thoughts are to everyone, all of us, every last one of us, even the ones that we don't enjoy. I'm praying for all of us because, oh, this is weird. But the vaccine told us, <clears throat> pardon me, the vaccine was supposed to give us hope from all that stuff, right? From having to go back inside and getting locked down and worrying about our jobs and worrying about um, like shortages of food because if you think about it, also not only the truckers where they where they you know protesting, but if the COVID virus starts to amp up again too, there's going to be less of transportation, trade, and then we also have a war going on, so no one's trading to Russia, so they're out there trying to figure out how to grow green, grow their vegetables faster. Because they, they, they have food shortages. In fact, in Russia, they have um, anti-theft alarms on cans of tuna. This is wild. <laughs> no one wants to steal tuna. That's the whole gag. Oh, my gosh. Like, if you have to put anti-theft tags on cans of tuna, them sanctions is hitting hard, Frank. I don't know why I came up with that name, but them, them sanctions is hitting Vladdy hard. And not only Vlad, but everybody, all the other, the Russian, the economy. It's sad. But it has to be done to stop this chaos. Because I also dusted off the paper and saw that now Russia is hitting an all-time low. <sighs> I don't like to see this again. I have a big heart for humanity. And I see things being done wrong against people, mainly, you know, women and children, men, and and people who want to be involved with that war, power, people with power, banks, all that stuff, oligarchs, yeah, that's up to you. But leave the people out of it. Leave the women, the children who are just trying to raise their children, trying to get teach their children, trying to send them off to universities and college. Leave these people out of it. Every one of us out of it. But, um, Unfortunately, we're bystanders and cross, caught in the crossfire. Literally, they are, according to the latest news in the past 24 hours, Russia has been tying the arms of civilians behind their back and shooting them in a very um, assassination style. Can you believe that? I... Uh, not only has it been difficult. See, now when I'm watching, I'm going to be honest. When I'm watching this war in Ukraine, I'm watching in my brain. This is just how my brain works. 
I'm looking at all the action and all like the people fleeing and I'm starting to make it into a Netflix series where like or like when the plague happens and people start dying and then you can go into other people's houses you can raid their fridges and you can see how they lived you can go check out a mansion or two and stay there because they fled the country and that's not your new home my brain does that i'm telling you what people i am not responsible for what my brain does every listen everybody no one's ever going to be responsible for their thoughts you're only responsible for your actions i'm not saying you should go and break into the next mat mansion because they've already fled to Poland. I'm just saying that's what Netflix would have made it made happen. And that's what my brain's thinking. But now, but check it out. Here's the thing with that. It can't even do that comfortably and, and chill out for a month or two and new going from a, an apartment basement suite to a, you know, mansion over in uh, Kiev or wherever. I'm not familiar with Ukraine. I have to ask my son about that. But you know what I mean? Can't change up location to be like on Instagram talking about we over here up in the hills of Kiev, chilling, Kiev, chilling. You know, can't do that because why? Well, they have really tor tormented and tortured civilian land. They are bombing condos. They are bombing houses in all of your residential areas. Don't they look like? war zones everything's blown up not just governmental buildings or whatever or like military bases i thought that was what the whole meaning behind war was is to do that or, or, or go on to the land that you want take it i guess that's what they're doing they're taking they're demolishing everything they want to go in there and like re do the whole look of ukraine they trying to just i don't know they were basically, they're like uh, remodeling right now. And it ain't funny because it's at, at the behest of people. People are dying. They're remodeling the country and they're killing off the people in a torture style. Like they don't even like the Ukrainians. I didn't think that was the case. Like, whoa. So that's what I'm seeing. And also, let me get this right here real clear. They have treated... The non-Ukrainians or the or the African black Ukrainians like trash. People of color, again, we've, that's the oldest war that's ever been fought and never been won. It's still going on in 2022. Ukrainians couldn't leave Ukraine because the Ukrainian border wanted them to come, the black people and the Africans to come back and fight. So they weren't able to leave on Poland, to cross over to, into Poland and other places apparently. Check that out. Do your research into that as well. That's trash. I mean, my goodness, what is happening? They're being chased in the streets, beat at borders. Like, that's garbage. And that's where my personal heart is breaking. Because those are my people. And we have been treated like this for the entirety of all mankind. And it doesn't seem to change even in war times. So my focus goes there as well. Children, women, black folks, not even being able to run to safety, many of them, <clears throat> during wartime. In a war they never called for. No one ever, no one called. No, nobody did this. A two-day, a two-day peace effort is what Putin called it. It went in there and they in two, going into two months of chaos. And now there might not be nobody left. You won't be able to, again, you can't go up and be like, 
like the Netflix series where you go and you switch locations and you go and you go into the, I'm, I'm thinking my brain is like, oh, you can go to the grocery store and pick up spam. You can't even do that. There's thousands of people out there at that same grocery store that you might've wanted to. And the little liquor stores, corner stores that you would have thought about, they've all been looted. There's nothing to eat. These people are starving. And not only that, they, 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 everything's getting blown up. So whatever gardens they may have had, they've been blowing up food warehouses too, child. They's trying to start these folks out. That's the, yeah, that's the crazy part. This has become a war on humanity. This is ouch for me, for Char Michelle. This is the owie, ouchy part stuff. I don't like it. I don't like it. Now, I am one of those gals that a grown person, you talk mess to me, I will stand up. I will scream in your face and we can get down that way because I'm a, I have learned how to protect myself, right? And others, right? When you, when it comes to like, you know, being aggressive and abrasive and, and foul to like humanitarians, my heart is screaming is all I'm saying. I'm screaming. I wake up again in the middle of the night and go, what's going to happen now? Have we gotten ourselves more involved over here? The Canadians and Americans, have we gotten ourselves further involved to where we may have to consider going into our bunkers? Is it possible? Right? So that's the question. And that's the gag, and that's the problem that we're dealing with, and that's what we're looking at. Okay, but let's move away from war and look about and talk about this next topic that I was not aware of until I went on to tweet her. I've been, you know, trying to stay off of social media, getting everything in my life ready, rearing, and set to go. But then I go on to Twitter because I allowed Twitter to send me um, to send me alerts again. And it was like, the title was 15 fully vaccinated players unable to finish Miami Open. <gasps> oh, no, you don't say. I thought we were going back to normal. We get our vaccine. We get back to living. Get back to Bumble. Get back to dating. Get back to nightclubs. Get back to eating. Without our codes and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's not so. Not according to these 15 fully vaccinated players that were unable to finish the Miami Open. Let's talk about it. Tennis fans are upset at the sporting world. Sorry, tennis fans are upset. And the sporting world is rearing after an unprecedented number of players either withdrew or retired from the Miami Open this week. A total of 15 players were unable to finish, including a male and fe female favorites. Why, you asked, Sharmisha, why? Well, why are we talking about tennis? Aren't you just talking about war and vaccinations? Yes, go with me. That's the kind of life we live in. It's a mosh posh, a gumbo of, well, chaos. It just is. Let's just call it for what it is. This is a wild and weird world that we are actually living in right now. So go with me. The tennis world reacted with shock after favorites Paula Badsoa Barosa and Janik Sinner had to retire during the quarterfinals of the Miami Open. Badosa, soon to be number one, 
or number three in the world, became unwell during her match against Jessica Pegola, Pegula. And uh, I'm just going to get people's names wrong, you guys. Never, n forgive me. I, I have that little cute quirk about me where <clears throat> I just may say your name wrong. It doesn't mean I don't love you. It just means I'm grammatically challenged at times and I rename people. It's all good. It's just part of my personality and candor. It's good. It's fine. You'll, 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 you'll understand how to like look past it the more and more you listen to this WTF Landia radio show because you'll be reared in by my charm and astute knowledge of the world issues that the names will go over your head just like they go over mine. There's some hard names. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying Jessica Bagula Barossa. Okay. So, uh, Jessica Pegula uh, left the courts in tears. Medosa, who was confronted by her American opponent, decided to stop after consultation with her physiotherapist. Pegula reached the semifinals of the Miami, Miami Tennis Tournament for the first time in her career after Medosa's re resignation, reported Yahoo Sports. This according to Yahoo Sports. In the men's tournament, the Italian phenom Yannick Sinner was forced to withdraw. He gave up after 22 minutes in the game against Francesco, the number 103 in the world ranking. When I served at 3-1 and and 30-0, and I saw him bend over. It was very strange. Serundolo said during an interview, I hope he's okay. He's a great player. The 23-year-old 23, 23 Argentinian surprisingly reached the semifinals with his first participation in the Masters tournament in Miami. And it was a second game in a row that ended prematurely for the tennis fans. Fans reacted with shock to the bizarre tennis day. What is going on? Someone asked. Nobody, <clears throat> nobody is pointing to the obvious. All of the players must be fully vaccinated in order to compete. And just as, we, as we've noted for several months, most major sports have been hit with inexplicable medical conditions popping up in young and otherwise healthy athletes, including the fact that three cyclists fell in March alone. Okay. These players, all 15 of them retired early due to some sort of fatigue, some heavy breathing, some heart issues. According to, uh, Informed Choice Australia and uh, Yahoo Sports. What does this mean, guys? What does this mean? I'm not going to try to look into it too much other than the fact that if you're fully vaccinated and people are dropping off by flies, they're bending over one after the other. There's either one thing. There's an environmental factor. There's something in the air over there and it's making it hard to breathe at full ten tennis match um co competition level right could be very hot could be something that uh was sprayed over on the in the surrounding areas maybe a a field of strawberries was sprayed and it got into all 15 players lungs and made them bend over and retire early because they were having trouble breathing they were having heart issues or it's you know vaccine related we have to consider too because i'm not a doctor i'm not going to be a dusting off a lab coat 
And, you know, being an American, we do, we've always done what we could do to figure out what's going on because we don't have health insurance. <laughs> you don't have health insurance. You got to, you got to look at all the factors and, and see what's possible before you go to a doctor because doctors cost you your whole entire life. You have to sell your house, sell your cell phone, sell your everything except for including and sometimes your, your own life and your children's. It's weird. We got to do better over there, guys. We got to do better. But so usually people, uh, you know, try to get get healthy at home before they go to doctor. Doctors in America is like your last step unless you have great insurance. But that's really a sad thing. And even with great insurance, you still have to pay premiums and whatnot. It's just sad. But anyways, people are not maybe necessarily understanding that there's a link Again, either it's environmental where they were spraying up the area locally or, or it was super hot over in Miami, which it is hot in Miami. Miami is known to be very, very sultry, sometimes sweaty and uh, very heavy, thick air. So there's that. Now, I'm not saying that these players have been indoors in quarantine for long. They don't know how to breathe that, big, that good Miami um, sweat, booty sweat air, but maybe they don't. They're also saying that they're saying a lot of people are just fatigued and coming out of a pandemic. It's less of the vaccine problem and more of a fatigue issue. It's just like if you lay people who are unwell and they lay in the bed and they get bed sores. It's well, it could be that, that sounds like an environmental thing. They have not, not being able to get up and walk around. So they in turn lay down and develop sores <clears throat> on their body. So again, this is me being an American uh, and using my actor, non-insured brain. You know, what, do you, what, what can we come up with before we rush to the doctor? And I think it sounds like it's the vaccination problem. That's personal. That's personally what I think. You do your own math and your own research and your own reading in regards to that. But like, what is that saying? Is it saying that there is no normalcy to get back to? At the top of this episode, we talked about getting back to normal. We talked about, you know, quarantining is a possibility again. So what what happened to the promises of a C-19 vaccine freeing us up from all of that peril? And we don't have the answers. In fact, we have less of them because it seems like we're back to square one with a vaccine that never, ever actually worked interesting right but still some people are so convinced oh just get it you can get back to normal you can go out and do stuff you can do these nuts too if you like to make them a pecan pie i mean that's what you could do at home but banana walnut pie but where are you going because it's funny that people (laughs) people are being able to uh, people are going look listen y'all they are allowing vac- vaccinated passengers to fly if they have COVID-19. They can still fly. But if you're unvaccinated and you don't have COVID-19, you have to you have to test and quarantine up or something weird like that. Like, excuse me? I think it's more of like, this is starting to sound more of like a class thing. Like, I've been vaccinated. I, I, I'm i exempt from all these things. You're unvaccinated, which is, again, not even a medical term. Vaccinated. Unvaccinated. Um, 
I'm vaccinated. Um, I I can just go and eat. I can sit my big danky doo doo butt down on the restaurant seat and eat and go farting out the restaurant because I'm vaccinated. First of all, don't fart because you know you might have them, you know, them vaccine them <laughs> vaccine microchips going out into the good air. <laughs> That according to people who listen to Joe Rogan, but you know, I'm, saying, I'm just playing, but you know, who cares? No one cares. Vaccine and, 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 and vaccinated and unvaccinated is a very informal way to really cause friction and people to hate each other. Don't, don't, don't use that word. It's very silly. And you sound very un, uneducated, unvaccinated, vaccinated. Come on. Like, come on. Anyways, it's not doing anything. All that said, it's not doing, it hasn't done anything. The vaccinated people are getting COVID at nonstop rates. It's really weird. And then again, at the top of this, they said at the very beginning of this C-19 pandemic, they said some people would get it very lightly and other people would get it very heavily. We just don't know. Well, if that's the case, some people, that's still going to be the case. You just don't know. But you gotta let people choose, and you gotta stop trying to shame and blame. No one, that's not cute. We're older now, right? We're all we're all adults. You can only try to shame and blame people who aren't aware. And when you become aware, you know your power, and you go, "No, I'm gonna call it out." And it's not my thing. I'm looking at this just like you are, but you like to follow. Oh yeah, at the top of this episode, we talked about following. You wanted to follow. What you thought was right, and nobody is shaming you for that. You did your due diligence. Now sit down, take off that white lab coat, erase the words unvaccinated and vaccinated out of your vocabulary, and have a seat. Because <laughs> no one cares. At this point, obviously, there's not even a vaccine vaccine that works. Nobody's really caring that hard. They ain't trying that hard to make a vaccine. Or this is some control stuff that needs to be looked at di- deeper. Because this is weird. We, we have we have took 20 steps forward to take 20 steps back. We're in square one. We're back to square one. Is what it is. In the meanwhile, taking those 20 steps forward, we've, saw, we, we've created a really wild... Um, line dance if 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 i may of watching people really go to bat we watch protests happen we've judged we made judgy eyes and pointed our fingers at people for protesting mandates and their rights and we've said oh why can't you just follow orders and then we've gotten triple and quadruple uh, boosted and then we sitting around with covid for the third time and we don't know how to react to people who are out there protesting now we're like looking silly eating our words because we've been vaxxed and boosted up and we sitting here with the third round of c19 and so everybody just looks silly <laughs> hence me saying no one cares like everybody looks silly no one looks smart right now in these days everybody looks very Everybody looks like they're projecting, if I might say so myself. There's a lot of pointy fingers and projections happening in 2022. And I thought 2021 was a mullet of 2020, but now 
2022 is a shag. We're in the shag. And that's a good haircut. Mullets, I'm never, I've never been a fan of. They somehow made it popular. The kids, the Gen Z kids did, but I've never been into it. But the mullets are cuter. We're in the mullet. We're we're in the mullet. I mean the shag, not mullet. We're in the shag uh portion of the game. And it's still just as funky. It smells like we're 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 not moving forward. It smells like not progression. It doesn't smell cute, is all I'm saying. So that, my friends, is what our Monday is looking at. But here's also what our Monday is looking at. Our Monday is looking at a couple of things. The fact that you are alive, well, and kicking, and you have been given an opportunity, the chance to be great. You have given, you've been given the chance to attack life differently than you might have otherwise, even yesterday. You've been given the chance in this microcosm of life that we, um, can be kind to people around us to look at things and t- and see the injustices and speak on them. Okay. Cause not silence is deafening people. You can't hear silence. No one hearing people's thoughts unless you're a psychic and even psychics work with, you know, whatever kind of weird demonic forces they work with to try to enter them thoughts. And it still ain't, you know, accurate. Stop seeing psychics and witch doctors, people. It's, it's gonna, Break your soul off. Don't do that. It's weird. Okay? Seek Jesus. <laughs> Period. Because you ain't doing nothing with that. That's just all it's doing is making you the, the, the you get old and shriveled up. Okay? And making your insides rot. It ain't doing nothing to nobody else. You got to seek first the kingdom of God. Okay? See, see I know it's, and that, that sounds very you know, anticlimactic in days like this where no one wants to talk about God or Jesus. But I, I, don't, I don't think there's another way, folks. And again, always, as, ever, as always, this is my opinion. And it's my podcast. And I'm sticking with it. Okay? <laughs> Anyways, I'm praying for everyone. I'm praying that, you know, somehow, some way, even if it doesn't sound like something you're into, that you will pray and meditate on all that you have all that you're able and capable of giving to others to try to make their little world around them better. And uh, we're going to come out of this somehow, some way. We we are. It just, everything takes time. Listen, also remember this. Nothing in life is permanent. It's all temporary. Even the hard stuff and even the good stuff. The good stuff might feel so good and you're just like, I want this feeling to last forever. And guess what? It won't. Because that's just the thing about life. Life, it deals with time. And time is ever fleeting. It's what you do with that time and how you remain grateful in that time for whether one, the lessons that you're learning out of it, or two, the progressions that you've got uh, learned out of it and you've gained out of it. Three, the experiences that you have taken from those circumstances in life and for what you can give back to the world around you in a form of wisdom in order to for them to uh become better and more well-rounded and skip over the the dramatic stuff and if they have and when they do run into the dramatic stuff they don't let it get them down because it's just a fleeting moment it's all a fleeting moment 
later. This episode of WTF Landia Radio Show is not brought to you by Taco Bell. But if they know what's good for them, certainly they'll join the party. And if you're like us, then you're probably wondering where the Mexican pizza disappeared off to. That and more we shall uncover as we explore more of just what running to the border can do for you. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise. The WTF Landia Radio Group does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast. And information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement. The third-party materials or, or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast.